0: Music, the band has begun. The Pennsylvania polka. Pick out your partner and join in the fun. The Pennsylvania polka. It started in Scranton, it's now number one. It's found to entertain ya. Everybody has a mania
1: to do the polka from Pennsylvania. There. Hello, old friend.
0: We're uh, we're back.
1: We're back, and uh, you think we don't have anything to talk about? And you may be right. You may be, It's it's been pleasantly quiet so far this spring, and um, I'm not complaining. I think they've only had three practices so far, so the inevitable crushing knee injury to one of our best players hasn't occurred yet we don't necessarily have airbag like iowa does the angry iowa <laughs> running back <gasps> hating god we just, we just have this sort of generalized like somebody very important to the team is going to get picked off at, at some point and you just sort of hope it doesn't happen but it always does
0: it'll happen late but um the good news is we don't have any acronymed angry gods no that's when you're in real, real trouble, and we it's also true. don't have hits this year to deal with.
1: Well, that's true too. So it's hopefully, hopefully they can get. And last year there was also the uh, uh, the step up curse that was going on. The the, uh, the old staff was writing oh. time to step up. Uh, Mike Mowdy. and Mike Mowdy would be like hit by a truck the next day.
0: Um, I, you know, I, I also like kind of getting back to the. To the hits thing, um, there isn't any actual evidence that, that we're better off for it, but I love like just kind of being able to play out the circumstantial game and, and, uh, and figure it out based on one or two kind of isolated incidents extrapolated across Yeah, um, an entire football squad.:
1: There was a guy who used to frequent the fight on state message boards, uh, and, and those who who visit that site know him uh, Lion King, 25 who would go out of his way to post, and people like to say that I'm negative about the team. <laughs> this guy was the most awful, and unnecessarily negative person you've ever seen in your life. And he would swear up and down every time there was a knee injury, that the entire reason that anybody ever got hurt on Penn state is because of the weightlifting program. And if our players would just do some squats, <laughs> Just do some goddamn squats. Nobody would ever be hurt ever again. It's I mean, been
0: documented. No one who's ever done a squat has ever had any injury. It's it's science.
1: It's science, people. So And, and meanwhile, I, I think it was Florida, and, and I don't believe they were exactly using the same uh, methods that, that John Thomas was using at Penn State. They had just as many, if not more, ACL tears. Going, it's, it's just you know it, it's it comes down and you know this this is not a I'm not a doctor, but I think it's pretty you know pretty evident that the human body is not meant to be that big that fast and change in directions that quickly and shit just happens sometimes that's why so many of these things are non contact injuries that you know the, the 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 body isn't supposed to do some of the things that these guys do so
0: yeah you know their knees there was explode a, there was a hockey game about, about uh, face masks that goalies wear and how at one time it would matter. And there's, you know, do you wear it? Do you not wear it? And, like, the, the bottom line is that, you know, leading up to today, no one was ever shooting the puck at people's heads with the velocity that, that hockey players are now doing that at. Right. And yeah. it, it's not a perfect kind of handoff, but the, the concept of athletics, professional and, you know, I guess top-level collegiate athletics, are so far beyond – you know, these cause and effects.
1: Well, with with hockey, you, you not only have the players being bigger and stronger, you also have the sticknet technologies. Right. That, you know, these things are almost like.
0: You watch the slow-mos of it. It's Exactly. It's, a, it's incredible.
1: So uh, these things are, are just bound to happen. And hopefully they will not happen, well, at all to Penn State. But uh, if they do and when they when they do. They uh, hopefully will not happen in, in large numbers to very important players. Like if we lose a safety right now, <laughs> um, you might be playing. <laughs> there's, there's a, you know, how Al Golden had to put up flyers across the campus for offensive linemen. Bill O'Brien will be doing that for safeties. <laughs> instead of being, our, instead of asking, are you six foot one and over 230 pounds? It will be, are you uh, six foot one or less and under? Can you not you can, can you run yeah can you run better than like a five one?
0: <laughs> the shuttle run. Do you think we'll have to <laughs> send in your presidential merit uh, <clears throat> authorized results for the yes
1: shuttle. yes I, I I can dig mine out somewhere. I still have, I still have four solid years of eligibility. I would love to know what I run in a forty yard dash. Holy I, sh- holy shit! Can you imagine? You've seen me.
0: <laughs> i i i i think that we should we should expand those presidential fitness things all the way up just so we can at least because you know you know how you have those moments where you're like man like this this is not how it used to be i used to be able to get away with this <laughs> yes i want to be i want to i want to be able to manage expectations like on a on a yearly or like Maybe every six months, just do a presidential fitness test.
1: I mean, see I, how
0: much I slip, and then and then you know that takes the surprise out of it when I wake up and can't walk.
1: I could never dunk a basketball, but I could at least jump up and like touch or occasionally, if I was having a good day, grab the rim. Um, and I'm like 5'10", 5'11". so that was pretty good. That's solid. Yeah, that was. Th- I mean, but you know, now I'm thirty six. I'm way out of shape. There, there's a solid like 10 years of smoking involved, like somewhere in my 20s and <laughs> the early 30s. So, so it, it's just, you know, it, when I jump now, even like I'm you know, holding the baby, I try to jump up because he loves that. If you could slip like uh, just a moderately like like a paperback book underneath my feet. <laughs> I'm not quite at like the sheet of paper level, but if you try to get a dictionary under there, that shit would not happen. <laughs> So just like a little, little weekend reader. You know, if, if you tried, maybe maybe you could get that in there. But what we really need is a Black Shoe Diaries um, commenters and writers, like, uh, punt, pass, and kick competition with a 40-yard ar- dash involved. I think that, that would be awesome. hysterical. Everyone would have to sign releases. <laughs>
0: You no, know, would, that wouldn't that wouldn't be a bad *Black Shoe Diaries* YouTube channel uh, would be blue hyster- and white game feature. It
1: would be hysterical. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it
0: would be the it would be the most sarcastic comment section, which is a high bar to reach. I think at this point, after this many years on the site.
1: Yes, I I, I, I might run like a six 40. <laughs> I would be I would be kind of pleased with it. You know how Rich Eisen runs it in his suit at the NFL Combine. Have you ever seen that? Uh, I, have, I have. It's quite see. funny, and he usually, he usually does like okay. And in fact, I'm
0: I'm just going to look it up quickly. Rich, we are yes, doing. I, I wanted. Well, I think forty it, times. We, we get a. We <laughs> get an ongoing <laughs> deep trophy and and name it in honor of Anthony Morelli's <laughs> fun, pass, and kick championship.
1: Yes. By the way, just when you start typing in "Rich and like forty yard dash, like the third thing that comes up. <laughs> so I'm I'm not the I'm not the first to have done this. Um, Let me see, what was it?
0: I mean, he runs it in a suit and his and loafers Or whatever, you know, whatever he's wearing Is this like a, is this like an honorary, like He does it every year
1: um, Let's see, well he ran a 6.77 7. <laughs> And uh, the first time he did it, now he's down to uh, uh, a 6.03 Whoa Yeah, there's no way I'm doing that I mean, I'm not even reaching top end speed until like you know, 35 yards into it. And top, my top end speed, you know, that's gone by 36 yards into it. <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's talk about Danny O'Brien. Um, are you happy that he's not coming, or are you kind of
0: like I kind of pissy about it? I think that I'm I'm certainly not pissy about it. I think that. Uh... It was it was an interesting emotional exercise for everybody it because you, you we've always kind of been above the the games. And nobody, you know, nobody was as annoyed about about the the Wisconsin free agent thing last year as I was. Right. Um, I, I hated it. it. It just seemed so and for them to win. I mean, it's one thing for um, a team like Indiana to pick up a guy like who's kind of going out. But I mean Danny O'Brien with two years left with Penn State's quarterback situation, now that we've it's one thing to to be terrified of it in the offseason, but we've lived through. It. We know exactly what <laughs> what we have. There's there's no there's no kind of like uh, you know, speculation about how high the how high the ceiling is. The 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 damage was done for me, like I can be honest with myself and say if he would have been here, I would have said, you know what, we needed a quarterback. We um are a football program in a special situation and you know, why the hell not? Um, I would not have been proud of it. And I certainly, um, I certainly wouldn't have liked, I wouldn't have liked it. But the problem is once he considered it and once we all kind of, you know, really were lured by the idea of getting a good quarterback, we, we completely into the high ground's gone. At this point. Yeah. That's true. As soon as, as soon as, as soon as we entertain the idea of it, um, as soon as we p- became mentally okay with it, right, and and so I think the worst possible thing happened, which is that we lost the high ground and, and we, we lost the lost the quarterback. <laughs> so you Damn know, I, I I'm not terribly disappointed that we lost him, but I do I do think it would have helped tremendously.
1: Yeah, it it definitely is sort of an exercise in cognitive dissonance. This is what you have when <laughs> this is what happens when you have a psychology professor for a wife, <laughs> but um. Yeah, we're just sort of adjusting our attitudes to the situation. We're like, oh, we're gonna get this quarterback. That's ah, okay, you know. Wisconsin did it. You know,
0: fucking, we can we can do it. And I don't know that that we can really be blamed for for wanting something good to happen to no um, no to program. no.
1: But it, it, but now that it's not happened, um, <laughs> you're, you're right. Like <laughs> we we've completely lost any moral standing in the issue. And, and granted, this is all within the rules, obviously, but there's still an element of, of shadiness to it. You know, it, it. It does feel like free agency, and in a very real sense it is. But now that it's not happening, I mean, the comedic value of our remaining quarterbacks is astronomical. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it's- it's, uh, we get to write about Matt McGloin, Rob Bolden, and, and, and Paul Jones. For another season, instead of just sort of relying on this this hired gun coming from outside. I mean, Matt McGloin himself is just,
0: you know. Yeah, it would be a shame to take the mic out from his face and not get to hear some of the stuff he's gonna. It
1: it does, and and some people love him, and a lot of people hate him, but you know, that's it it makes for it makes for fun. uh, Excuse me, makes for fun uh, writing. It makes for fun commentary. Bolden, we want to see if he can ever throw a screen pass correctly. The the mental damage has been done to that guy where he can't even throw a screen pass. The the day he was hurt against Minnesota, I think he was, and I had these numbers memorized at one point, but he was essentially throwing about 80 or 75 or 80 percent for a pretty good yards per attempt. And all of a sudden, ever since that day, it's just mush
0: he he's definitely the the biggest winner in the in the coaching transition i think in terms of you know he he gets a completely fresh new kind of approach to development um you know he can kind of he can if if he's able to drop the baggage they, there was no chance that he was going to improve under the old staff no. if they no. were around for one more year which um you know i think ultimately like gives gives him a better chance of kind of becoming the quarterback he or at least his his um, his parents believe he can be. I'm sure well, he does too. But it it's <clears throat> it's it's hopefully you know we're immediately now that we've lost the free agent battle, diving into the, <laughs> into the right. Office.
1: Well, I'm I'm pretty sure I stole the line from somebody, but it, it is, and I think I mentioned it on a previous podcast, but it was essentially like Bolden was able to transfer without losing a year. He has this whole new coaching staff, a fresh start, and you know no sort of baggage hanging around from the past and he didn't have to sit out a year. So, I mean...
0: We'll it see doesn't mean he, he'll get to play no, any extra game.
1: <laughs> no, but I mean, we'll see what, what he does with the opportunity. And Granted, there are only a few practices into you know the new regime. And Paul Jones, I mean, he, the, the guy pretty much, unless he's absolutely brilliant, is probably never going to be able to escape the notion that he's not smart enough to play. And that's unfortunate. But he sat out the first two years for academic reasons, and that's always going to shadow him. And um, whether that's fair or not, I don't know. But it's unfortunate for him that whenever he throws an interception, it's going to
0: be—that's going to be the reason. Right. Any any bad read or any um... right.
1: Like no Penn State quarterback has ever made a bad read <laughs> before or thrown an interception or made me want to throw my fist through the TV.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I think that this coaching staff might also be willing to to give the quarterback a little bit of flexibility, so... Um, and it's a test of their you know, coaching it ability. Just, it's, yeah, it <laughs> this definitely is. This,
1: I mean, I think that's almost the most interesting part of this whole thing is, you know, granted, players are supposed to gradually improve throughout their careers, but what is this coaching staff... I mean, what if Matt McLean suddenly becomes... You know, a sixty-five <laughs> percent completion rate quarterback with, uh, with a three-to-one touchdown interception ratio—it's going to make Bob O'Brien and Charlie Fisher look like geniuses. And yeah. it's, it's not going to do anything for Jay Paterno's football coaching legend. Not that
0: that was. No, you know I think well and I see but, O'Brien going after, um, you know, someone that that can play the short game real well and, and move. I I do think that the McGloyne has a a good opportunity you know he he was able to do a lot of the stuff that you know allow the uh the offense to shift more into the coach's hands rather than the player's hands mm-hmm. um you know this was not an rg3 offense and, and i don't think they'll you know i don't think o'brien has any uh,
1: yeah and 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 for all of McGloyne's faults i don't think anybody thinks that he's stupid he's he's you know, has an, has an overestimate of, of his physical abilities sometimes.
0: Right, he's you far.
1: Know, his, yes, his eyes are bigger than his ability, essentially. But that doesn't mean he's dumb. And I think he he's, he's at least proven the ability to make some quick reads and get rid of the ball when the, the opportunity presents itself. It's just a matter of him having the physical capability to make those difficult throws. and And if Paul Jones doesn't prove to be able to read defenses, and Rob Bolden continues to be Rob Bolden, well, O'Brien's just going to have to adjust his offense to McLean's ability, and and I trust him to be able to do that. But the cross-field 15-yard outs are not going to be a staple of the offense.
0: No, and I, I think he he also benefits from not having to um, deal with the crushing loss against the most athletic team in the country at the beginning of the year, like we've had to do for two years now.
1: Well, so, that's true. And that's, that, those four games are going to be very interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all good games. They're all, you know, yeah. it's a different it's a different uh, approach. But they're
1: all dangerous in their own way.
0: Yeah, I think it allows them to really. You know, I I don't know who stands a chance against Alabama when they're playing their best, but it's not it's not Penn State's two current quarterbacks, no. unfortunately, not in their current state of development anyway.
1: No, and, and it's not just the quarterbacks either. It, you know, the offensive line doesn't have a chance against Alabama's defense, and our receivers really didn't do much of anything against Alabama's defense. So, I mean, it will be nice to, to not have Alabama on the schedule, as, as fun as it is to see our laundry play against their laundry for, <laughs> for nostalgia purposes and, and whatnot. Uh, but, you know, Ohio is uh, coming off a pretty good year. They have a good quarterback. They have, uh, they, they have enough to scare you, especially uh, a brand-new coaching regime with a team with a brand-new system. Virginia's going to be tough, Temple's going to be tough, Navy's going to be interesting. They had a bad year last year, but certainly that's going to be Ted Roof's first major test in terms of of scheming against an orthodox offense. So it's going to be fun. I mean, I I don't expect huge things from this team this year, but I think it's going to be fun in, in ways that perhaps we haven't seen in the last uh, five or 10 years. So it, it's, and it's, it's not even a matter of wins and losses. It's just, I just feel like it's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah. There's just so, there's so many things. There's all these like kind of unknown unknowns coming our way. Just based, you know, just issues <laughs> programs yes. have with new staffs that, that we've, you know, our grandfathers have forgotten about. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, it's, that's how long ago it's been since the, per- you know, it's, it's going to be interesting, just to kind of.
1: Yes, yeah, it, it's it's like the old Donald Rumsfeld quote that uh, gets trotted yeah. out: the known knowns and the known unknowns and the unknown knowns and the unknown unknowns, and they're just you know all of those things have been sort of exponentially blown up, and uh, it, it's just going to be this weird ass gumbo of issues that's facing the Penn State program. Never mind how they integrate the the past with the present too, from a you know marketing standpoint from a, just a, a game day and all that stuff. So it, it's going to be just fascinating. Yeah, it, I think fascinating and we talked is the about word for it.
0: Fascinating is definitely, um, it's, it's, an, it's intriguing. It's fascinating. It's all those great, um, yeah, kind of game day, uh, game day kind of descriptors that they use. Um, we talked about this briefly before we, before we started the call, but, um, are you are you okay? Feeling like everybody else is this as is this as glorious as as you kind of envisioned it, or you mean the coaching change in general? Yeah, just the the program identity, I think. Uh,
1: no, because I, I nobody could ever I I don't know because it's so impossible to separate where we are from how we got here. In the sense that the you know the, the giant Sandusky scandal and the way Paterno was fired and Paterno dying and you know I'm ex- yeah I'm excited for this coaching staff and I'm excited for these players who are going to get to play in, in a more exciting system and uh, I'm 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 looking forward to the new ways that this coaching staff conducts itself on game day. Like I, I'm writing the. Uh, uh, You know, things to be uh, excited for on offense for Thursday on Blackshoe Diaries. And not giving too much away, but one of them is just the play-calling system. That, you know, we're not going to have this weird hydra of confusion where you know Jay's calling one thing and Galen's calling another, and it gets relayed to Mike McQuery and sometimes Joe gets involved. And... Timeout,
0: timeout, timeout. Yeah, out. exactly. <laughs> and,
1: and, I mean, th- there was one instance last year where the, the play went into bold and it wasn't even on his wristband. <laughs> that was, I think, the second timeout against Alabama. So, I mean, I- I'm interested to see what a coaching staff working at full capacity with clearly defined roles is capable of. I'm interested to see what these quarterbacks are capable of um, under the guidance of, of guys who've you know coached in the NFL and who are going to bring a more modern yet pro-style offense to Penn State. So, it's, so there's a lot to be excited about, and, and the, the unknown of it is very thrilling to me. Um, that, that doesn't mean I'm happy about the way we got to this point. You know, ideally Joe Paterno would have, you know, the Sandusky thing never would have happened. Joe Paterno would have retired after last year. There would have been a new coach ready to go two weeks later, and and here we would be talking about, you know, Coach X or whoever it is getting ready for the blue-white game. It didn't quite happen that way. So I don't, I mean, yeah, uh, th- that's a long way of saying yes, I'm excited, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. There's still a, a bit of angst about this. I, I can't say I'm I'm, I'm thrilled. <laughs> it's, I don't. I'm not sure. I'm rambling, but I don't know how else to describe that.
0: Yeah, it's uh, well. I you know I, I I can't imagine that that it sinks in right away. I know it it um, well, until yeah. until the first real game. It's going to be hard to kind of even imagine the wholesale shift. But it, I mean, it how, does it, seem how weird it's going
1: to be to not see well? First of all, Joe Turno anywhere like, and and you know, probably on the board or, you know, running out of the tunnel or in the press box or you know, just imagine Bill O'Brien running out of the tunnel with the team. Like what the hell is that going to feel like? Right. To some weird, uh, poorly adapted version of uh Gary Glitterson. <laughs> you know, I mean, everything's I, gonna, and the Blue Way is gonna be the same way. It's gonna be very, very surreal.
0: I think just Sweet Caroline all the time. Oh. Can we run out to Sweet Caroline? <laughs> Has anyone done that before? Uh, and, uh, and
1: no, but don't put it past Penn State. <laughs> Although I was just going to say uh, now Guido Deely is gone, so what's that going to do to the whole atmosphere as well? Is it going to be like who's in, who's even in charge of that now?
0: Yeah, and then how do you we've follow? Never, him? We've
1: never heard that. Like who 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 is in charge of game day operations now? That's never been publicly publicly named, unless I'm, I'm missing something.
0: No, I, I haven't seen anything about it. And whoever it's going to, you know, you can't. You can't out Guido, you know, tie <laughs> dye, tie dye, tie dye shirt and bell bottom day <laughs> no. for the for the no. fourth mat game of the season. <laughs> um, but then, but then it's hard to kind of go old school and still ignore the past, which I think it feels like they still kind of, yeah, want to do.
1: That's I, I don't know how they're going to do that. I, 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 I'm I'm just you know,
0: she just don't say anything.
1: I'm dreading and, it.
0: Uh, I'm honestly dreading it. Sweet Caroline. And no so- one's going to get upset about Sweet Caroline. I'm going to get upset. About- <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: God, I will be. I will be my usual outraged self <laughs> when I hear Sweet Caroline. And,
0: uh, telling kids to to sit down and be quiet during I Sweet. Mean,
1: oh yeah, I, I will. I will be that down in front guy. Totally will. So, I mean, are you so generally? Are you still happy with the uh, the bobsled?
0: The bobsled. The bobsled is a nice ride so far. I mean, there, there's a lot of things like smooth ride. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that just feel. I'm shocked at how comfortable I feel about recruiting. First of yeah, all.
1: Um, I didn't.
0: I didn't expect the 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 fall, the nuclear fallout that everybody was um, was kind of predicting for the program. It, it just it's too easy to. Um it's too easy to kind of. I mean, there's so many other things that aren't just like we've talked about this ad nauseum for months. But you know, nothing just kind of disintegrates, right? You've got you have some major PR issues, but you know, there's still a football team. There's still a stadium. But and, but I'm still impressed. I'm you know I'm impressed with you know even with some of the the big losses and and you know the the Danny O'Brien thing. It's I just I'm disappointed that we couldn't pick up another acronym. But I I do kind of think that. <laughs> like from a you know from it, it it he does feel like a good fit I think for someone that you needed to come in quietly and start working hard um I and mean, that's the thing like he didn't
1: come in and start promising things really he just got to work
0: yeah there was like, no granted, granted you, it
1: was after the super bowl but
0: yeah but i mean you compare that to to you know you you take over the UCLA job and you and you run a full page ad calling right. out your Bible in the, in the LA times. This is, this is not that kind of <laughs> no. takeover. Um, no, he,
1: he's, he's old school in his own way, which i I've, I think people are starting to appreciate about him.
0: Yeah. I, 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 think it, it actually ended up being, I mean, culturally, I, I think that mm-hmm. they did, you know, there, I, I still, you know, who knows what they could have done and what they couldn't have, but they did find somebody with the proper sensibilities without having to bring in somebody with all of the, uh, the things that would have made LeVar Arrington happy. Um, <laughs> haven't heard much from him lately. Either, no, he's, but...
1: he's
0: been very quiet. Is he? I haven't heard him running for uh, a board seat or anything like that.
1: No, no. Adam, Adam Talaferro is running, but at least he's being quiet about it. So that's good, and, and I hope he wins, because I, I hope Adam Talaferro wins everything he ever does in life. Which he's pretty much done since the moment he was injured, by the way. Right,
0: that's a good point.
1: (laughs) Ever since that happened, uh, he he ran out of the tunnel uh, against Miami. I cried. Um, (laughs) He went to law school. He's done very well. He's a lawyer. Now he's running for, what, political office in New Jersey? And now he's also running for the Board of Trustees. I mean, Adam Telf, we're all going to be working for him one day. (laughs) And we're all just going to have to be grateful about it.
0: Well, how do you... How do you not, you know, fall in love with the charismatic, you know, situation? Like, no. I mean, there's, think, uh, there's, there's no way. No, no way you can't. Um,
1: other things among the uh, the Bob era. Um, I'm enjoying the practice videos, and I was encouraged to see um, our, uh, our resident commenting, former offensive lineman, be pleased with saying, hey, at least, you know, the guy knows how to take control of a practice field when he, when he's on when he's in charge so that's that was nice to see a uh, sort of professional endorsement there justin brown they were they also replaced the um the training staff like the athletic trainers and justin brown i believe it was him tweeted it's nice to have people who actually care <laughs> <laughs> in the training room, <laughs> so, so I guess that's good. And of course, the you know Craig Fitzgerald, new weightlifting coach, uh, universally loved and complete psycho, which I, I I appreciate. He has I don't think he's worn long sleeves since he arrived at Penn State, or long <laughs> pants. I think he's just shown up in a polo shirt and shorts and just screams nonstop,
0: just cold blooded.
1: He's he's like like if he was training as Rocky in Rocky Four in Russia, he'd be doing it in a polo shirt and shorts. (laughs) He'd be lifting. Is he
0: even tucking the polo shirt into the into the shorts? I don't think so. I
1: I I think he would just be like lifting giant bales of hay, uh, knee deep in snow, barefoot, and would just be like thrilled about it. Uh, I think that'll do it for this episode of the uh, the uh, award winning black shoe diaries podcast um my wife said it was good so that's that's an award actually she didn't she has no idea what it was. she calls us. she calls this a video blog she thinks this <laughs> is a video blog are you doing your video blog tonight yes yes i am <laughs> and now that i'm actually doing them it's completely blowing her mind oh well well it's the next logical step <laughs> it's true soon there will be the uh black shoe diaries hologram blog beyond the uh <laughs> Be on the lookout for that. So, Kevin, thank you. We'll uh, we'll do it again soon. Everybody, thank you for listening. Subscribe on iTunes, and we'll see you next time.